Before we start with today's message, I wanted to let you know that your time with God doesn't have to end when this devotion does. Oh, it's Pastor Mike, by the way. <laughs> if you still find yourself wanting more great resources that take you deep into God's Word and deeper into the faith that you want, just visit us at timeofgrace.org. However you learn best, I bet we've got something for you. From our sermons, to our video devotions, to written devotions, to books, to blogs, and, of course, to more podcasts. One more time, just visit timeofgrace.org. I'll see you there. Agree or disagree, forgiveness is the most important aspect of marriage. Well, I suppose you could disagree with that by saying that agape love is. Love is something we're talking a lot about today because it's Valentine's Day. Uh, But to be fair, forgiveness is a big part of that selfless agape love. Since you know that sin is going to take place in your marriage because every marriage is made up of two sinners, I'm not sure how a marriage could survive without true forgiveness. The truth is, many don't. Well, what does God say about marriage? There was a time in Jesus' ministry when Peter excitedly came up to him and asked him a question, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother when he sins against me? Now, when you're asking a question and you want the person to give a response, you need to pause so that they can actually answer it. Uh, Peter was not interested in Jesus' answer um, because he just wanted to show his generosity. Um, He immediately shouted out, up to seven times? As though that was a great number. You see, in that day and age, there was a misconception about, number one, how God forgives, and then by extension, how we should forgive. Uh, The misconception was this. Some, Some of the rabbis taught that God was willing to forgive a sin to an individual up to three times, the same sin. And so by extension, if you want to be a very generous forgiver and forgive like God, you'd be willing to forgive three times. Well, well, Peter wanted to one-up that or four-up that and he said, well, I'd be willing to forgive up to seven times. Jesus needed to correct Peter's understanding and our understanding of a couple of things. Number one, how God forgives. And then number two, how we are to forgive. And so Jesus tells this parable. It's an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. He tells Peter about this king who wanted to settle accounts. And so he calls a servant in. And this is just an incredible, it's almost an unbelievable story. He calls a servant in who owes him 10,000 talents. Uh, To put that in perspective, that's the equivalent of billions of dollars. This would would never happen. (laughs) And so the king demands that the servant pay this money back. But the servant's not able to pay, obviously, and so he falls on his knees and he begs. He says, please have patience with me and I'll pay back everything, which could never happen. Again, put it in perspective. Let's say you owe $5 billion and the interest rate is 6% and you have a job that makes 50000 a year. How long is it going to take you to pay that debt back? You would never be able to, right? You'd just go further and further in debt. And so the king knows this and he does the most, again, unbelievable thing. He forgives the debt and he lets him go. Can you imagine the relief of that servant who just had that incredible debt forgiven? Just to give you a a microscopic view of that relief, what if I said to you today that your mortgage is completely paid for? Um, Right? The, The relief you would feel. So then the servant who had that debt forgiven, he goes out and he finds a fellow servant who owes him about 100 denarii, which is about three months' wages. Now, please don't misunderstand. Um, Three months' wages is a lot. Uh, That's not a small amount, right? If you lost three months' wages, would that be a big deal? Absolutely. However, the point is, it's nothing compared to the billions of dollars that he had been forgiven. 
So he demands the debt from the servant, and the servant falls on his knees before him and begs, please have patience with me, and I will pay back everything. Does that sound familiar? It should. That's what the servant did before the king. But this time, the servant refused, and he had the man thrown in jail until he could pay back everything he owed. Are you outraged? So was the king. He called that servant back in, and he threw him in jail until he could pay back everything he owed, which meant that was for eternity. Do you see the point of the parable? We are that first servant who owed the king an unpayable debt. And what did the king do? He forgave it. Every one of us can relate to Barabbas. Do you remember Barabbas? He was the criminal that was um, convicted of murder and standing um, in jail awaiting for crucifixion with Jesus and the other two criminals. His, his, his uh, conviction was for murder and a host of other crimes, not unlike our lists. Well, there he is sitting in his jail cell and he hears the footsteps of the soldier walking down the hall and he hears the sound of the key in the cell door lock and he hears the door open And the guard says to him the same thing God says to each one of us. You're free to go. Jesus is dying in your place. That's what Jesus did for you and for me. That's how much he's forgiven us. And so now what do you want to do in your relationships, in your marriage? Oh, one word, forgive. If your spouse tried to sin against you as much as they could for the rest of your life, please don't do that, by the way, they could never sin against you as much as the debt that we owed to God that he has already forgiven us. So forgive each other because Jesus has forgiven you. And then actually act like that at home. One of the most powerful things in the world is when a spouse forgives and then acts as though they don't remember that sin anymore. It's a way for you to to love your spouse. It's a way for you to show your spouse how God acts. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, thank you for forgiving me so enormously. Help me forgive my spouse and others in my life that completely. In your precious name I pray, amen.